Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. President Biden set to host the Summit of the Americas in Los Angeles and convene the leaders of North, Central, and South America, but several have declined his invitation. Mexican President Andre Manuel Lopez Obrador says he's boycotting after his authoritarian counterparts in Cuba, Nicaragua, and Venezuela weren't invited. Now, the summit that's supposed to focus on tackling immigration and reestablishing U.S. leadership is becoming more about the guest list as the White House defends its invitations. <sighs> Obrador, what are you doing? Or I, he's got so many names, I'm not sure which one I'm supposed to use. Maybe he's not coming to the summit because it's too tiring to haul around all of his names. But the, because the Biden administration has disinvited a bunch of communists, he's not coming. Thanks for that, neighbor. What a stupid son of a bitch. Oh, oh hey, hey. Wow. Bitter old man. Yeah, the uh, bitter old man is going to be on Kimmel tonight. They're, they're taping it this week. I don't know when it actually airs. First interview the president has done in a very, very long time. And it's with a softball chucking comedian. That's probably better for national security, honestly. Yep. If I'm going to yep. leave my partisanship at the door and speak as a, a, a faithful American, I don't think advertising that we have a senile old man as president is probably a good idea. I got sucked into a column uh, this morning before the show. I think it was New York Times or Post. I don't know. Um, but the guy was talking about... Um, I don't even remember what the premise of it was, come to think of it, but... I was like four or five paragraphs in when he revealed his his real purpose in writing the column was to set up what would happen in a Biden-Trump rematch. And Biden is not running. Anybody who even hints that he is is a fool. And I am prepared to back that with a substantial wager. You pick the amount. You, who you Drop me an email. You, you gambling man or woman? You want to bet? I bet you Biden doesn't run. Any discussion of it is foolish. Anyway. 
I just hope we avoid disaster when his mental breakdown occurs and or Kamala Harris becomes the president. And I just I don't I don't have a good feeling about that. Speaking of bad feelings, if you get the monkey packs, you're here behind the eight ball. Tell you what, <laughs> you're walking around with your with your uh, long arms a swinging and you're you're you got your pox and you're chucking your feces and the rest of it. From what I understand about the disease, but. <laughs> We reported on this the other day that uh, the CDC was r- recommending travelers wear face masks because of yeah. the emerging threat of yeah. the monkeypox. Yeah, I'm also not going to uh, gay raves in Europe. I'm doing both those things, wearing a mask and that. Yeah, well, and if you're just going to do one of them, I would suggest the latter. Well, by Tuesday, yesterday that's morning. Not, that's not, I shouldn't have said that. That's right. That's, that's the wrong way to say it. I mean, because just doing that is not, it's the, it's the indiscriminate sex with people you don't know, unprotected sex, that you get to the monkeypox. Right. Merely dancing in Europe with other people of the same gender is not a problem. Sounds like a great time. It's probably fun. Probably better sure. than what I did last night. Right, for instance. But by yesterday, the mask recommendation had been scrubbed from the CDC website. What? CDC spokesperson told the Washington Times that the advice to don masks while traveling was removed because it, quote, caused confusion. <laughs> yeah, the confusion was, I thought you people had any idea what you're doing. I'm confused. God, they are so hapless. Oh, and yeah. they always were. They never stopped being hapless. We just started treating them like all of a sudden they're geniuses there for two years. Now we're back to treating them the way we used to treat them. It also added to American skepticism about the CDC after yep. years of lockdowns, you, writes the you, uh, Times. You, you just heard mine. Yeah, it's been a long two years, said the executive director of the National Academy for State Health Policy. Quote, and I think the public appetite for this is an emergency situation that we need to close things down, require masks, require vaccinations, has uh, faded. Well, are you talking about the damn monkeypox that nobody gets? And even if you get it, it seems uncomfortable, but it's not even that big a deal. And it seems to be sexually transmitted almost entirely. The CDC says if you're going to get on a bus, put on a mask. I just, ay, ay, ay. Joe is in the ch- tree of truth, swinging from branch to branch of logic. <laughs> I'd like to hope so. <laughs> I want to talk more about the Matthew McConaughey speech uh, this hour um, and, and, and harken back to something I did when Jack was taking a day off um, because I think it factors in, too, and I'd kind of semi-forgotten about it. But uh, I see this headline. This also happens to be the Washington Times, which is, by the way, a terrific news source that is not uh, liberal. Um, they actually do what I find to be a very good, solid, uh, down-the-middle-ish uh, job of reporting the news, and they actually accurately quote conservatives, which is refle- refreshing. But the headline is, Hopes Fade for Quick Gun Deal as Bipartisan Negotiations Grind on in Senate. And I was uh, I was really disappointed to see that headline, especially given what I thought was a very persuasive and uh, and logical speech by Matthew McConaughey about, hey, we agree on so much of this stuff. How can we not be getting together and at least start with the one thing we can agree on, then work out from there? Um, but then I dug into the story, and and I think this is important beyond the headline. They quote a couple of uh, senators, Republicans and Democrats, who say, yeah, um, the general feeling is it's a work in progress. John Kennedy, for instance, the Louisiana Republican, said, and he didn't make some amusing bon mot citing a barnyard metaphor or anything either, which is refreshing. He restrained himself. But he said, yeah, it may not even be ready next week. And in D.C., with the news cameras on them and everything, that, that, that was seen as a bad thing. 
But if they got to take two weeks, take two weeks. That's fine. Just keep after it. I don't want you motivated just by the spotlight. Because, and I get if the spotlight motivates you, that's a good thing to do the right thing. But if the spotlight is your motivation and something else happens, you'll forget about it and go chase the next shiny object. Listen, y'all, and I'm talking to the people of good conscience in the Senate, not the various, uh, well, I almost said something unfortunately rude. I I won't say anything at all. The people of good conscience in the Senate, if y'all need three weeks, Take three weeks. We're talking about not getting children shot to death. It's a very good point. I'm going to flip over to some channels real quick before we take a break, just to check something, see what they're covering on uh, MSNBC right now, for instance. Okay. While you're doing that, unless you're ready. Go ahead. I was going to say, uh, the DHS said that anger over the U.S.-Mexico border and the abortion case could lead to shootings. Ah, uh, various people uh, reacted to that badly. Ah, uh, there's just the Justice Department warning about right wingers and, and white supremacists again, and blah blah blah. But sure enough, let's be nonpartisan about this. Dude showed up outside Brett Kavanaugh's house with a gun, intending to kill him over the leaked abortion decision, having been whipped up by politicians, I believe, and they're. Hot, hot rhetoric. He was there to murder the father of a couple of young kids who's a Supreme Court justice. So maybe the Department of Homeland Security was on to something. We're all a little bit whipped up these days. So I've been watching the cable news channels, and I've seen the story, but not a lot, about the guy being arrested outside of Kavanaugh's house, telling police he was there to kill Kavanaugh and with a gun. Um, but it's not like the overwhelming story, certainly on the cable news. And I came across this tweet from uh, one of your right wing blue check marks. If it was a red hat, you know, somebody who's a Republican with a gun and a knife arrested out Sotomayor's residence, it would be the only thing on every news station nonstop. And Pelosi would be having the National Guard put the fence up back up around the Capitol. And that's probably true. It would be the only story in the news in America right now. If somebody had stated they were there to kill Sotomayor or any of the other liberal justices, especially if it was specifically about Roe versus Wade, which is what this guy they're they're saying is, according to the Washington Post. It's just we got we got to treat these things all the same. Violence is bad, period. Threatening to kill public officials is bad, period. I'm gratified and surprised. I flipped to my Apple News app while you're talking just to check it out. Lead story, lawmakers hear emotional pleas from families and students who survived Texas shooting. Then you got the story of voters in two of the most liberal cities send a clear message to Democrats about crime. That's a good story. There's a Russia-Ukraine story. And in fourth place, at least it's prominent, is man with weapon detained near Justice Brett Kavanaugh's home. What they are covering right now on the cable news channels live, because it's just happening, is that the attorney general... Um, Merrick Garland, the Attorney General of the United States, is opening up a uh, commission to look into the response there in Uvalde and what happened and what didn't happen. So we'll we'll get the facts on that finally. The police chief down there, who's been, uh, I'll be as generous as I can, uh, not forthcoming and somewhat misleading on the events of that day, did not show up to the city council meeting last night because he knows he's a freaking liar and he got caught is the reason, I think. Yeah, he's a lying coward who ignored his training, I think is a fair summary. Yeah, wow. Anyway, 
Uh, so we'll keep you updated on that. You see something fantastic. I remember you did. Well, yeah, we've been discussing the idea of coming together, right. ignoring the uh, the partisan edges. And I'm reminded of, uh, Jack, when you took that day off to have that fantastic experience with your son, uh, I took a lot of time to unravel just the first half of a brilliant piece of journalism by one of my favorites, Jonathan Haidt. And I just want to remind you of what he said and how it all factors into this and how we all have to have the mental and emotional discipline not to be whipped up into fervor by people who profit from our anger. It doesn't profit us. It profits them. Cool. That's next. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. You spoke today about how most of the country is kind of in the middle, one way or the other. Damn right, I believe that. I believe that. I think we're being told we're more divided than we are. I think that the veil over the masses' eyes, I think we got the numbers. And if we got to pull that veil off, quit drinking that Kool-Aid because we're hearing it from both sides. The extreme right and the extreme left. And they have the microphone. And I believe we have the numbers. The masses have the numbers. That when you got to take the, we got to take the mic back, mic back, kick them off democracy's boat, and say, no, 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 you're not, you're not steering this boat. We're, we're, we're. I'm much more aggressively centrist like that, and I believe that that the people I talk to on both sides are much more reasonable about things than we're being told we are. That's good stuff, Matthew McConaughey. He was uh, in the White House briefing room, delivered quite the impassioned address, then did a couple of interviews, including special report with we, Brett Baer there. Yeah, we got one text. Uh, we should have mentioned this more times because um, we got this text. I still don't understand why Matthew McConaughey was speaking. He's from Uvalde. That's where he was born, grew up as a kid, went there as soon as he heard about the shooting to his little hometown, talked with everybody involved in the whole town. And then, I mean, you do add on the fact, because I could have done that. I wouldn't be in the White House press room, or you could have done that. The celebrity part got him there, but that's that's the background. That's the tie-in. Yeah, and so he was talking, interestingly enough, about gun regulations and reforms, and in short, how to keep kids from being gunned down in the classroom, which anybody with a beating heart is in favor of, right? We might differ strongly in how we think we ought to get there or what's permissible, what's not, but his point was... If the giant mass in the center, uh, just in terms of reasonableness, says, hey, we got to figure something out. Let's sit down, figure out what we agree on, work from there. Um, that that's so difficult in today's world. And that was one of the, his main points. Why is it so difficult? What have we done to ourselves? And if you missed this, I'd encourage you to grab the podcast from June 2nd. That was last Thursday. Jack happened to have the day off, and I took the better part of an hour to go over just the first half of a brilliant piece of journalism by Jonathan Haidt entitled Why the Past Ten Years of American Life Have Been Uniquely Stupid. And, you know, I'm not going to redo it, obviously, but some of the main points he made, and they're directly related to this, is the advent of the like button, the retweet, the share button, um, woke up uh, the social media companies, and they were able to collect data and design their algorithms to give you what you were most engaged with. And later, when it was uh, researched, 
they figured out what you're most engaged with is posts that trigger strong emotions, especially anger. Anger drives so much of social media. Thanks, Twitter. So you got that, and then skipping ahead several pages, uh, he mentions uh, a mean tweet doesn't kill anybody. He's talking about how how uh, just social media becomes this engine of anger. A mean tweet doesn't kill anybody. It's an attempt to uh, shame or punish someone publicly while broadcasting one's virtue, one's own virtue, brilliance, or tribal loyalties. It's more a dart than a bullet, causing pain but no fatalities. Even so, from 2009 to 2012, Facebook and Twitter passed out roughly 1 billion dart guns globally. We've been shooting each other ever since. Uh, and uh, just to skip to the real main point, uh, blah, 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 small subset of people on social media platforms, highly concerned with gaining status and willing to use aggression to do so. That's what we're always talking about, the smallish group of people that are most aggressive, hostile, and impassioned. But here's the part that I said, wow, uh-huh. The extreme ends throw many of their darts at their own people, enforcing a rigid sort of orthodoxy. It's not that the far right throws darts at the Mm. far left. It's that they throw darts at themselves. The far left spends most of its darts ensuring perfect conformity to the party line, which is set by who? The extremists. That is what people need to recognize about our politics. That is, you know, that, I've, I've known that, but we haven't stated it that clearly. That is, that is the whole thing. That's the whole ball game right there. It's, it's so easy to portray it of right versus left. No, 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 no. It's the right of the right enforcing the right and the left of the left enforcing the left that's keeping a Republican senator and a Democratic senator from being able to go out to dinner together. Mm-hmm. Wow, that, that and it's it's so clearly true. Um, and I mentioned that stat the other day that I found shocking. Because most congressional seats are set up that they aren't competitive, like a Republican is always going to win here, a Democrat's always going to win there. Both parties set them up that way on purpose. Mm-hmm. So it's all about the primary. The only way you can lose is if somebody f- further toward your party beats you, like the way AOC beat that person in Brooklyn. Um, that's the only way you can lose. Uh, 83% of House members are elected by 10% of the country. 83% of our Congress people are elected by 10% of our country. Wow. Because of the way the primaries work. Yeah. And so, yeah, you're going to get pretty extreme politics when that happens. Yeah. Wow. And especially if that outward, it's like 6% on the left and 7 or 8% on the right that have that uh, outer, outermost hardcore set of beliefs. It's remarkably uh, white, by the way, both groups and remarkably consistent. But if they're also your number one donor class, right. and they are, that's when you really have a problem because politicians are freaking lying greed heads. <laughs> Well, maybe we're waking up to this. I don't know how long it takes, and, you know, democracies move slowly. I don't know how long it takes to turn this ship around, but fascinating conversation. Um, oh, we we got to get more of the news of the day. The guy caught with a gun outside of Kavanaugh's house. Armstrong. And- like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S., That's over 15 million people by the end of this year 
equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. The Armstrong and Getty Show. First of Taco Bell's new high tech drive through focused locations open today in Minnesota. The restaurant is two stories tall and the food is lowered down to your car in tiny elevators. Yeah. It's the Taco Bell entirely focused on the drive through experience as opposed to other Taco Bell locations where it's all about the ambiance. <laughs> the kitchen is part of the restaurant. The kitchen's part of the restaurant that has no windows. It feels weird that Taco Bell's like, we really, really want to make it impossible for you to see how this food is made. Yeah. So you're thinking, how do they make this for a dollar? They don't want you to see how they make this for a dollar. We have received whistleblower reports from former Taco Bell employees, and it didn't make me want the food more. <laughs> oh, that's fu- I found out today. So we had a McDonald's story. What was the McDonald's story? Alex, are you there? Alex, I am there, yes. What was the McDonald's story you handled me? Because I just learned Mc- Alex was a manager at a McDonald's. There's a mm. wealth of knowledge that we can tap into 
and future discussions of this sort of thing. What was the story you handed me? I'll get to later. It was a TikTok of a gentleman exposing from the All McDonald's right. how they make their eggs. Well, now that we brought it up, how do they make their eggs? Uh, well, if you order a Egg McMuffin, it's a real egg cracked onto a griddle with butter and whatever. Okay. The mm-hmm. folded yellow egg you get with any of the other breakfast sandwiches from an egg product carton. Okay. An so it's egg not, product. It's not a real egg. No. Uh, wait a minute. Egg product. Is it like pre-whipped egg sauce? I mean, egg egg liquefied? It, it's yellow. Did at some point come in contact with a chicken? That's I would the hope main so. Thing. Okay. It tastes like an egg. It All looks right, like fine. an egg. Well, it doesn't look like an egg, but you get where I'm going. Well, yeah, it's it's pre-whipped uh, up, I think. No, There's that's no not, need to, it's not a crime. Right, we're spreading a scandal and disrepute against one of our finest uh, widespread chain restaurants. Sometime we're on this topic in the future, we'll have to delve more into things that Alex might know, having been a manager at a McDonald's. So I look forward to that. Um, uh, the breaking news story of the day should be, in my opinion, the fact that a guy with a gun and a knife and the intent he told cops to kill a Supreme Court justice was found outside of Brett Kavanaugh's home. Didn't make it actually onto his yard, but was like a house away. And uh, he was going to kill Brett Kavanaugh, according to the Washington Post, because of that leaked Supreme Court decision, which, as a few people point out, was probably the point of the leak to put that kind of actual physical fear into the minds of the Republican-leaning justices. Well, and you remember how the Justice Department, in absolute uh, disdain for federal law, allowed those demonstrations outside the justices' homes. When a federal law states you're not allowed to demonstrate outside their home in an effort to change their decision. So anyway, I'm uh, not shocked, I guess, at the amount of coverage this is getting. Try to imagine a right-winger who supported abortion... Outside of Sotomayor's home with a gun. Telling, and burglary tools, by the way. Right, to get in. Telling the cops that I'm here to kill Sotomayor because they're going to... I want abortion to uh, to stop. Imagine the coverage that would get. I mean, it would... Yeah. Anyway. Morning consult poll is out, and Joe Biden's at his lowest number ever in that poll. True international average of pressure. The interesting thing being, he is now, he's now at 38% in that poll. He's lower than Trump was at Trump's point, this point in Trump's presidency by a couple of points. And he ties Trump when Trump was at his bottom, which was at June of 2020, when the nation was grappling with the twin crises of the pandemic and the George Floyd riots. That's when Trump was at the absolute bottom and Biden's tied with him now as he's got, I would say it's, inf- well, it might all be inflation. That might be enough. But hmm. Well, and just the, 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 the image of incompetence, of weakness, of floundering. Sure. Yeah, you got to throw in everything since Afghanistan looks different and then inflation. Sure. But any idea that we were going to get to a you know, closer to 50% people... F- people feel differently about who's in charge scenario going from Trump to Biden did not materialize, clearly. Well, as fairness is my hallmark, I have a couple of comments to make. Number one, and this may sound uh, critical of Biden, and it should, uh, this sort of stories that emerge from a uh, an administration that's full of backbiting have started to emerge. 
And Biden is said to be very frustrated with the fact that he has uh, ratings as low or lower than a man he called the worst president in American history, a historical disaster. And he's, <laughs> That's a good point. He's blaming his staff, saying, I got to get out there more. I got to do the okay. everybody loves me. Give I got to get out there. Give that a whirl, my friend. And by the way, as long as I'm on the topic, quit so-called cleaning up on aisle four. If I say something, it's because I mean it. Stop walking back my statements. So, I don't know. Are these insider accounts accurate or not? I don't know. It rings kind of true to me. Remember, the authors of This Will Not Pass, and I'm still listening to that audio book, and it's pretty damned interesting, they say that everybody in the Democratic Party is holding their fire on Biden and Kamala Harris till after the November elections. But then it's going to be on as everybody starts to, you know, choose sides. What horse am I going to back? That sort of thing is all going to happen right away, and it's going to get pretty interesting pretty fast, I think. My second comment, which is semi in Biden's defense, at least, is that Trump, at the depth of his uh, approval ratings, had that hard core, whereas he said it, he could shoot somebody on Fifth Avenue and they'd still be with him. And he was right to a large extent. I mean, he could have declared war on Denmark and, and burnt down the White House. And to a large extent, <laughs> that, that hard core would have stuck war, with him. Or burnt down Denmark and declared war on the White House. Right, exactly. My point exactly. Uh, so anyway, Biden has nothing like that. Biden has no real no. hardcore constituency at all. No, 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 no. No, as so you get he will further, fall to the proper depths. Have you, as you get further away from the 45th president, the whole, at least you're not him, of course, wanes. So, sure. Yeah. Right, right. Uh, speaking of partisan politics, I thought this was really interesting. Um, there's a new guy in charge of CNN. Uh, Jeff Zucker, who used to be in charge, uh, had decided CNN was going to be the leading light of the resistance. Okay, They would go whole hog, anti-Trump, one-sided, whip the folks up. A lot of the politics we've been talking about today. Uh, the new guy is not in favor of that. He's absolutely a liberal. But, um, for instance, here's your, your CNN politics story. California voters send a stark message to Democrats on crime and homelessness. I will read you just a bit of it. Voters in two of the most liberal cities in America sent a clear message to the Democratic Party on Tuesday. They want their leaders to refocus on the most basic functions of government by ensuring their safety, protecting their quality of life, and restoring order. For months That's right. What, what did that say? California's crumbling. California's crumbling. Okay. Yes. One more time. Know why that like makes me angry or anxious it's or something jarring it's jarring there's something wrong with the eqing i don't know what it is but it like uh, it makes me want to fight or something yeah yeah god you're right i had exactly the same reaction <laughs> that's so weird don't play it again michael no. it's freaking me out of course i've had oh god i took a sip of coffee about 10 minutes ago and my brain said stop it stop it too much i just i crossed that line you know what i do it's a bad habit if i have coffee at hand and I'm doing other stuff, the I'm thirsty thing kicks into your brain, and I drink coffee because I'm thirsty. You don't want to drink coffee because you're thirsty. You drink it for the caffeine kick, not to quench your thirst, and that's when I get over-caffeinated. Yeah, I've been known to do the same thing with wine in the evening. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can do Mm. that, too. Of course, I do enjoy severe headaches in the morning, so... (laughs) 
Anyway, back to this uh, surprisingly frank CNN article. For months now, voters in San Francisco and Los Angeles have voiced their concerns that daylight, daily life in their cities appear to be spiraling out of control. Residents in San Francisco have been contending with a rise in burglaries and car thefts, as well as an alarming spate of hate crimes directed against Asian Americans. Not by white MAGA people, either. Uh, Los Angeles residents have witnessed a sharp increase in violent crime, while city leaders have been grappling with a homelessness crisis, it's bums and junkies, but anyway, that has led to the proliferation of tents and trash across the parks, sidewalks, and public spaces of the city, while exposing an untreated mental health emergency on their streets. And they mentioned that San Francisco voters uh, just absolutely rode Cheso Bodine, the Marxist DA, out on a rail. And uh, on the same night, voters in the overwhelmingly progressive city of Los Angeles signaled their unease with Democrats handling crime and homelessness by elevating billionaire shopping mall magnate Rick Caruso, former Republican who rebranded himself as a Democrat earlier this year, uh, into a runoff race uh, and, and actually got way more votes than Karen Bass. So, from the Department of Pendulums only swing so far, then they swing back. We may see some sort of return to sanity on the West Coast. You know, and, and I agree with all that, but one weird take. This guy, Justin Miller, who's a write, writer for New York Magazine or New Yorker Magazine, I get them mixed up, but she's, he's one of those writers, was writing about this very issue, and he tweeted out, his premise was, San Francisco, governed by Republicans for most of the 20th century, doesn't rest on a New Deal foundation and increasingly lacks a working-class population to bolster progressive candidates. So his tech is his, wow. his take is that San Francisco Ugh. was too Republican for too long to have the right kind of population that accepted uh, Chesa Bodine's view of things. Wow, I would like to salute that man's uh, Simone Biles-like rhetorical gymnastics there. I mean, that was a stretch, sir. Uh, if, if anybody followed you on that entire bizarre, illogical <laughs> ride, I congratulate them. <laughs> right, right. Uh, I just, I did it again. I clicked on a New York Post clickbait. If it's as good as the headline, maybe I'll do that next. <laughs> How to know if your neighbor is a swinger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Maybe that or other stuff next. Armstrong and Getty. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. The Armstrong and Getty Show. And finally, a guinea pig in Hungary named Molly was recently honored with the Guinness World Record for most basketball slam dunks in 30 seconds. But before you get too excited, full disclosure, apparently the rim was only set at 9 feet 6 inches. (laughs) You know, I I was a little concerned that that was our closer. Yeah. That's an, an odd story and an odd joke about it. God, I'd say. <laughs> um, speaking of odd stories, in the final moments here, New York Post with typical kind of story they have, sex in the suburbs. How to know if your neighbor is a swinger. Here's your opening paragraph. Swinging is reported to be on the rise, is it? With as many as <laughs> Well, 15... <laughs> they just reported it, so it's reported. <laughs> with I as many that. as 15 million Americans habitually swimming, swapping partners to spice up their sex lives. Yes. How many? I'm sorry. Uh, 15 million, it says here. Wow, that's unbelievable. Literally, I don't believe it. Research has revealed swingers in the U.S. are mostly white, middle-aged, and middle-income. And while most keep their uh, behavior a secret, there are ways that people tip off others as to their lifestyle. Because mm. they have to get together. I would think in the internet age, you don't really need this. I don't, I don't know. But if you're wondering whether people on your street are freaks in the sheets, I'm, I'm not. I never think about it. Here are some innocuous objects to watch out for. Flamingos symbolize swinging. Partner swappers place plastic replicas of the flamingos in their front yards to let others know they're up for a good time. Nobody's exactly sure how this started, but became a thing many, many years ago. And there you go. So, Wow. I uh, Judy bought me a shirt that had flamingos on it. It has flamingos on it. I wonder if she was trying to send me a signal. That she wants to do it with someone else? <laughs> Is that the signal? I don't know. Apparently, there are hundreds of videos on TikToks linking plastic flamingos to swinging. Some were unaware of the connection and are horrified, including one woman who's left mortified after she put a fl- pink flamingo on her front yard, front yard and got, a gift, got it as a gift for her sister, not knowing what it meant. Also, garden gnomes, apparently, have become another domestic decoration that secretly signifies swinging. I think it secretly signifies you're a grandma. <laughs> I mean, probably not a swinger, but 
I don't know. Those weird little fellows, they stand about crotch high. It's very, uh, very provocative. One San Diego real estate agent recently wrote online that there's a huge swinger community in one part of the city, and they people are often on the lookout for lawn ornaments, particularly garden gnomes. Hmm. It says here hot tubs. I don't, I don't know. How would you know if somebody's got a hot tub anyway? Um, there's one more I wanted to hit. Oh, pampas, pampas grass, which I wouldn't recognize if I saw it, I don't think. Planted in your yard is a telltale sign that you've got a neighbor with a busy bedroom. In fact, it became so popular in the South that the sales of the plant plummeted by 50% in the last five years as horrified gardeners realized they were sending the wrong message with their horticulture. <laughs> Don't you think guys like us would have heard a hint of this in real life if it were so? I mean, I don't know. I could possibly believe that pre-internet these things had to happen. But after the internet, I assume there are Reddit threads or their own apps or whatever for, for you people, you weirdos, to uh, to get together whenever you want to. And you don't need to put up plastic flamingos in your pampas grass to, uh, to, to and hope that somebody wanders by and sees it. God dang it. And then it would have to be somebody that you're interested in you or your spouse having sex with, which is another smaller subgroup. It seems just sure. a very slow way to meet people. So I uh, I like your flamingo there in the front yard. Yeah, me too. Oh, good. I think it's cool. Yeah. It's, uh, it's very pink. Mm-hmm. Yes, as flamingos tend to be. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, a buddy of mine who's in the golf business who will remain nameless, uh, he was uh, traveling a couple of weeks ago and he came back from. Uh, have you ever seen those ads for the villages in Florida? Gigantic, like retirement golf, tennis, swimming thing. He told me if you like go to dinner uh, at one of the dining areas with your collar up as a dude, that's a sign that you've taken Viagra and you're good to go. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Dinner table events. All right. Admit me, chorus to this history. Who, prologue-like, your humble patients pray, gently to hear, kindly to judge, the final thoughts of Armstrong and Getty. Pineapple door knockers also. If you come to somebody's door and they got a pineapple door knocker, apparently that's a sign. I don't it's know. very sensual fruit, the pineapple. Here's your host for Final Thoughts, Joe Getty. Actually, it's prickly, and it hurts when you touch it. Hey, let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew, starting with our technical director, Michelangelo. Michael, final thought? I got it right here, guys. Since we're getting into summer, from the local TV news, how to survive the heat. One, drink lots of liquids, mm. preferably cold. Two, find shade if possible. And three, wear clothing that is not long-sleeved. So pass these tips on to family and friends. You could be a hero. Thank you very much. Wow. Young Alex are behind. All right. Thank you. Our behind the scenes producer has a final thought. Alex? I've also seen in the swinger community that they wear like wedding rings on their other finger or they just or they wear rings on their toes. I've always found that community very interesting, but not interesting enough to ask any more questions. God, I just I don't want that in my life. That's the last thing I want. That's what usually breaks up marriages. All right, Mr. Boring. Anyway, Jack, do you have a final thought for us? Uh, Too much serious news. I need the break tonight for Game 3 of the NBA Finals. Tied 1-1 Warriors at Celtics. Can't wait. Mm, NBA's dead to me. I'm watching playoff hockey, actually. You know, I'm not sure what I'm going to do tonight. I just know Judy and I were going to 
plant some pompous grass this weekend, but it's just too hot for swinging. So, I don't know, maybe a movie? Just, I uh, just don't want rando. I just, yeah, I don't, I don't get it. Armstrong, there's an application process. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. I'd rather swing with randos than go to a movie theater. Honestly, uh, so many people <laughs> thanks so little time. Go to ArmstrongandGetty.com. If you missed part of the show, grab the podcast. Armstrong and Getty on demand. There's some fabulous swag for you. We have got a bunch of new T-shirts there at the website. Drop us an email. See you tomorrow. God bless America. Armstrong and Getty. This is a movement, not a moment. I expected more. It was so bizarre and so grotesque. Ten minutes without you seems like an eternity. Hell no. I don't give two craps. I said that. But that's not even the point. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. Oh, oh. Oh. No! Stop it. Stop it. Too much. <laughs> so let's go out with a bang. Okay. Right in the calf. On that high note, thank you all very much. Armstrong and Getty. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.